0: Today's reading is Romans chapter 7. Do you not know, brothers, for I am speaking to those who know the law, that the law has authority over a man only as long as he lives? For instance, a married woman is bound by law to her husband as long as he lives. But if her husband dies, she is released from the law of marriage. So then, if she is joined to another man while her husband is still alive, she is called an adulteress but if her husband dies, she is free from that law and is not an adulteress, even if she marries another man. Therefore, my brothers, you also died to the law through the body of Christ, that you might belong to another, to him who was raised from the dead, in order that we might bear fruit to God. For when we lived according to the flesh, the sinful passions aroused by the law were at work in our bodies, bearing fruit for death, but now having died to what bound us, We have been released from the law, so that we may serve in the new way of the Spirit, and not in the old way of the written code. What then shall we say? Is the law sin? Certainly not. Indeed, I would not have been mindful of sin, if not for the law. For I would not have been aware of coveting if the law had not said, Do not covet. But sin, seizing its opportunity through the commandment, produced in me every kind of covetous desire. For apart from the law, sin is dead. Once I was alive apart from the law, but when the commandment came, sin sprang to life, and I died. So I discovered that the very commandment that was meant to bring life actually brought death. For sin, seizing its opportunity through the commandment, deceived me, and through the commandment, put me to death. So then the law is holy, and the commandment is holy, righteous, and good." Did that which is good then become death to me? Certainly not. But in order that sin might be exposed as sin, it produced death in me through what was good, so that through the commandment sin might become utterly sinful. We know that the law is spiritual, but I am unspiritual, sold as a slave to sin. I do not understand what I do. For what I want to do, I do not do. But what I hate, I do. And if I do what I do not want to do, I admit that the law is good. In that case, it is no longer I who do it, but it is sin living in me that does it. I know that nothing good lives in me, that is, in my flesh. For I have the desire to do what is good, but I cannot carry it out. For I do not do the good I want to do. Instead, I keep on doing the evil I do not want to do. And if I do what I do not want... It is no longer I who do it, but it is sin living in me that does it. So this principle I have discovered. When I want to do good, evil is right there with me. For in my inner being I delight in God's law. But I see another law at work in my body, warring against the law of my mind and holding me captive to the law of sin that dwells within me. What a wretched man I am! Who will rescue me from this body of death? Thanks be to God, through Jesus Christ, our Lord. So then, with my mind I serve the law of God, but with my flesh I serve the law of sin. This is God's Word. Woven throughout this letter to the Romans have been some significant teaching passages about the law. In the past couple of devotionals, we've read that the law increases sin. We read that in chapter 5, verse 20 but that in Christ, we're no longer under the law. We read that in chapter 6, verse 14 and 15. Today's reading here in chapter 7 was written to clarify our new relationship to the law in Christ. The chapter opened by explaining why we are no longer under the law. That's verses 1 through 6. A widow is no longer under her marriage covenant because her husband died. In a similar way, Christ's death frees us from the covenant of the Old Testament law, according to verses 4 through 6. Because of the things that were said about the law in previous chapters, someone might wonder whether the law was a bad thing, sinful even, as we saw in verse 7a. Verse 7b answers that with certainly not. Verses 7c through 14 explain that the law teaches us what sin really is, but that our sinful natures within, Are aroused by the law and use its commands to lead us into sin, according to verses 8 through 11. The problem isn't that the law is sin, the problem is that I am a sinner, according to verses 12 through 14. So my sin nature reacts sinfully to the holy commands of the law. In verses 14 through 25, we have a well-known passage where Paul described the struggle that he had with the law. Bible interpreters disagree about whether this section was describing Paul's experience before he became a believer or after his salvation. Now, this devotional isn't the place to explain all the reasons why. But nonetheless, I'll tell you that I interpret this passage as describing Paul's ongoing experience after becoming a Christian. One reason I believe that's true is because of the phrase, in my inner being, I delight in God's law. Unbelievers do not delight in God's law. They hate God's righteous standards. So it seems to me that Paul was describing what life as a believer was like, the tug of war between his new nature in Christ and the sinful nature which remained. This section then was autobiographical for Paul, but it wasn't just about him. Every believer knows the struggle between desiring to live and please God in obedience to his word and the cravings of the sin nature within each of us. As we saw in the last devotional, sin is destructive. Its wage, according to chapter 6, verse 23, is death. In verse 24, here in chapter 7, Paul cried out, Who will rescue me from this body that is subject to death? Verse 25 has the answer. Thanks be to God who delivers me through Jesus Christ, our Lord. It is discouraging to fight sin because we feel the pull of temptation so deeply and so frequently give in to its destructive lies. But our hope is not in learning better self-discipline. It is in Jesus who will deliver us in eternity from those sin struggles. So be encouraged then, even if you've sinned already today. Of course, repent of that sin and confess it, and keep striving against it. Romans 8 is going to help us with that when we read it in the next devotional. But look to Christ, not to yourself, for deliverance from sin. May God bless you today in your struggles against sin, and I'll see you next time.